you watching Fine and Dandy. Cheers. Hi, my name's Cameron, and you need to check out the Fine and Dandy podcast. You are now watching Fine and Dandy. Watch the Fine and Dandy podcast. Good shit. Hey, what's up? We're Solway, and you're watching, watching Fine, Fine and Dandy. Dandy. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Blacasso, and you're tuning in with Fine and Dandy. You are now watching Fine and Dandy! Thank you guys for tuning in to another week of the podcast, the Fine and Dandy podcast. We are here this week with a guest I'm glad to have on. It's uh, one of my good friends. Grew up with him. We were in band together for, I don't know, like seven or eight years. Kind of... Uh, had a long journey. Glad to have you on today, Eric. I appreciate you for stopping by. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, have you in the studio this week? Uh, so, Eric, we uh, what was it last night or yesterday all day? You had a competition, I believe. Yep. How'd that go? It was a long day, but it went well. So, a little bit of background. Whenever you say competition, he's talking about a band competition. And this was where at exactly? This was in College Station, in college station. at yeah. Reed Arena. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah, and you, uh, Willis High School, right? Yep. Yeah, hell yeah. Band director. Uh, he actually stuck, unlike me, he stuck with music. Well, I guess in a different way. But yeah, he stuck with music uh, <laughs> past high school, went to college, all, all that good stuff as well. How was, uh, actually, how was going to school for music? It was tough. It was a, it's a lot of work. Um, people don't realize how much work goes into music. Uh, it's a lot of classes. It's a lot of hours. Um, a lot of if you look like at the degree plan, it doesn't um, or the hours. It doesn't look like as much because a lot of the music degree, um, a lot of the classes that you take are like one credit hour, even though you're like in some of those classes for like four hours. So it, it doesn't look like it adds up, but it, it's a lot of work. You take a lot of classes to get through the music degree. Why is it set up that way? Do they have it set up that way because there's that many classes you need to go through? Or, or I mean, so to get your music degree, is there a less amount of hours required? Or is there just they have it like as less credit hours so they can fit more classes into that requirement? I think um, they do that. All the classes that we have to take are necessary, but I think they do that with the credit hours because if they put um, as many credit hours um, that are that we actually take, I think that our tuition would be like lo- yeah, yeah, really expensive. So that I think they're trying sense. to save us a little bit okay. on the cost. So, so they know that it's going to take about four hours, but to like save you some money and maybe even like make your workload look lighter type shit, it only looks as if it, or counts as if it's one credit. Yeah, that's my guess. Okay. I don't know if that's exactly what's fair. happening, that's but fair. like I just know if we had as many credit hours as we actually do it'd be really expensive (laughs) that exchange would be a little bit different yeah (laughs) that's not including all the after hour stuff you're doing huh yep did you uh did you marching band at first i did do marching band what's it called it's called something different right um it's it's just marching marching band band. yeah it's still marching band yes yeah (laughs) it's it's a little different though y'all are mostly just doing creating pictures right i mean that's what you're doing in marching band but it's, it's a little bit different no, that's art class. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so did, did you like marching? You only did that for one semester, or did you do that for the whole first? Um, no. Uh, so you still only do that during the fall semester, but I think you're required to do it for three years oh, really? or something like that. Two years or three years, for I like can't the, remember. The marching band? Yeah, it's part. Yeah. Of, it's part of your. Um, if you're a music major, it's part of your degree plan. So you still yeah. have to do marching band. That's. And and it's different from different music. Um degree so like if you're a music education major i think you have to do it for three years if you're a performance major i don't you may have to do it for a year or two or not at all i can't remember um it's different for the different paths of music you do so music education is it all like is it just a bachelor's is that what the 
that like the full extent of it or do you have to go longer no you can only do a bachelor's if you want to but you can also get your master's or um your doctorates in education as well if you want to that's just for like yeah, yeah increased pay yeah. or like um if you want to teach at the collegiate level i believe you have to get uh, at least have a master's oh, um shit. and then you can go get your doctorates if you just want to further your education or Some do more does help. yeah I yeah mean, it does help especially in the collegiate level you know when you're yeah. teaching the college kids because that's i mean preparing you to be yeah a you have to know it so well you're teaching these kids the music like the back of your hand because i just remember when we were uh drumline together you know mr summer doing it that man did it all. Honestly, I can't give that man enough. Every time I think about it, like <laughs> exactly. looking back on it now, that's insane. He was like he trusted entrusted us so much in learning that we had to teach ourselves and then come together and learn. <laughs> you, do you remember that, dude? I talk about that with um, Nathan, Joey, and Jerry all the time. With like, with um, what's it, the piece? Um, Shifty. Like he kind of handed us that piece, and then like we kind of learned it. And he would come in and like check check to make sure that. We were doing the stuff correctly. And they'd be like, all right, cool. <laughs> so we kind of learned that piece ourselves. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He trusted us a lot, though. So, but, like, I mean, most of the kids now, I don't know if he would trust as much. But, I mean, basically, because he was one man. You know, we didn't have <laughs> one man, a – Yeah, right. One man, one sound. <laughs> drum line, right? <laughs> but basically, I mean, one teacher. Most most uh, bigger bands have at least two percussion teachers. Yeah. You know, okay. one for – Especially marching season, one for pit and one for drumline. Yep. You know, if not a head have band like a director head person and like an assistant, yeah, like you know, percussion person. We had one guy and then maybe a tech. A tech during – no, he would hire the techs during the summer. During the summer, like, like, like summer mar uh, marching or summer camps, really. And then half the time it would be a snare tech and then the tenor drums and the bass drums would be like, all right, you guys go, fi <laughs> yep. yeah, go figure it out. <laughs> and then we would just basically be in there teaching our – but we did practice it. We weren't just uh, – we, I mean, we, there was a good – portion of time we were fucking but <laughs> we we also did actually stick to it mr summer did it all though because he would do the uh the pit which is you know all the the marimbas and xylophones bells like all all that stuff uh wind chimes and then he would basically spend most of the time with them tell us send us off and then bring us all back together to perform which is insane to think about like, do you have, is it just you or do you have somebody else? Um, so it was pretty much um, me, but I knew that that was going to be a lot. So I was <laughs> able to get the um, band director, to, um, the head band director to agree um, bringing on two techs. So um, the two techs that I have um, are also from Sam Houston State. Nice. So um, one of them I went to school with um, throughout the whole time that I was there pretty much. Uh, I think he got there like a year after me. And then the other tech I didn't go to school with, but um, a couple of people recommended him to me, so he, um, so he came on board as well. Nice. Yeah. yeah it must help out a lot. Though. Oh yeah, it was a bunch of help. So. When it comes down to it, I'm sure like do it. Yeah, you look at it and you're thinking about doing all that by yourself. Like, oh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Do all by yourself. Like uh, I, I think about it. I'm like, I don't know how. Like I don't know how. Especially, if you have to trust the kids at that point to do all, yeah. like, to go practice by themselves. Because if not, yeah, I don't have as much experience of as Mr. Summer, so like, yeah. I, I, I don't have the experience to like to do all of that by myself just yet. So, and then it's so also a little bit of help definitely helps. <laughs> also, like you know, breaking down the technique and then, uh, you know, how like music, trying to teach them the music, but also like trying to teach the kids values as well like in the, yeah. it's a lot yeah it's a lot so Band, bands was like a i'd say like a big factor in like who I, I am as a person now me too how many hours do we spend you know <sighs> too I, many i mean you especially <laughs> you know especially in college you know i'm sure you got close with all because like you know how it was in high school you, you spend all that time with those people yeah sure college was the same thing you probably it have is. a lot of close friends now that you, oh yeah you know from Basically living in the band hall, I'm, I'm pretty sure. You yep. Know, I don't know how many hours I spent in that music building, but I know uh, <laughs> I spent more hours in that music building than any other place on that campus. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. And, I mean, as well as everybody else was probably taking uh, those classes. Jake was in those with you too, huh? Yep, and I still talk to him um, a lot, man. I help him out, and he helps me out. Actually, just between the last two weeks, I spent a lot of time at his school helping him and his kids out because they had um, like UIL coming up and then they had um, 
their percussion concert and stuff coming up. So I went down to his school and pretty much did like master classes at his school, helping out um, his kids in their percussion ensembles for his concert. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome though that you're able to kind of do that. Yep. And y'all kind of help each other out and stuff. Sam Houston, I feel like has also a lot of like. It's pretty good. It's because it's a music school, right? It well, not a music school, but like a, yeah. a really good music school. They have a really, a really good, good music, music program. program. Yeah. yeah. So, which really I guess helps out a lot cuz I feel like everyone I talked to that went to school for music went to Sam Houston. Well, Joey should did, Chandler did, I did, uh, <laughs> Jacob did, Jake so. Did. Yep. Was there any No, there was a couple other people, right? I feel like. I know a few people that went there that didn't go for music. Actually. <laughs> Almost everyone I know that went to Sam Houston graduated, though. I will yeah, say. yeah, I did that. I would say that as well. I know a lot of people that w- went there to like party and ended up like getting on the straight and narrow, getting their degree, and now they have like good jobs and shit. And so, like, I don't know. Maybe Sam Houston's got like a. It's good a pretty good school, man. <laughs> it's a pretty good school. I liked it. What yeah. is it? So. The Bearcats? Or yep, the Bearcats. 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 Eat them up, cats. <laughs> there you go. T- but the team was bear doing pretty cat? good, I think I remember what? that. What is a bear cat? Is a bear cat a, like a cat? Or is I it, don't know. Is it a bear? I've never seen one in real life. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, someone was telling me about there's another type of cat. Or someone was telling a bobcat. Bob you cat. were Bob telling cats. us a bobcat <laughs> is a, mo- a mountain lion. Yeah, like, that's what I heard. But I don't, I don't think know. it is. That's what, but bobcats are also just cat. But Bobcat looks like just like a big cat. It does. It kind of really does. Like I don't a know bigger what a house is, cat yeah. almost, but like not like. But that's what I'm saying. A mountain lion is like different. I feel like they're the same family. It doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but so yeah. is a fucking no regular worse. lion and a cheetah, and they look nothing alike. Are they related? Yes, they're all cats, right? <laughs> they all related somehow. Whatever. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> nice. How did that uh, competition end up going for y'all? Uh, yeah, last night. Hey, they they yes, had uh they had a great performance. I mean, we didn't score how we wanted to, but they had a great performance. They all had a good day. It was a really long day, but was it only one performance? Did y'all perform? Was it like a prelims finals type? No, of thing? it's just how one performance it? because like the performances went from like I don't know eight a.m. all the way till the last performance was at like nine fifty eight. There was no room for finals. Oh, man. <laughs> so yeah, it's just one long day of performances. So what does the day look like for you usually? Uh, like on those earlier, performances? Like a, what? Oh, like for like. Yeah, setting up, like getting ready for for the. This All is right. this is for by the way, if you guys, this is we'll we'll go into it's a uh, outdoor inside baseball yeah. here. Basically, this is <laughs> indoor marching, which is going to be a little bit different than outdoor marching. It's a whole different aspect. Well, I mean, it's similar, but a whole different ball game. I'll let I'll let you kind of. All right, so I'll, I'll set up what um, yesterday was like for me. So yesterday was the um, Texas Indoor Percussion Championship. So this was the last um, indoor contest of the season for pretty much um, the TCGC circuit, which is Texas Color Guard um, circuit. Um, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's the Texas Color Guard circuit. Um, but this is the percussion, um, the percussion version of it, so not okay. the Color Guard. Yeah, so... Um, Yesterday, we got up at, or at least I got up at 5.30 because I told my kids we had to be at school at 7 o'clock because we were going to rehearse. So I got up at 5.30, like got ready, got dressed, and I got to the school at 6.30 so that I could be there a few minutes before the kids. Um, they all arrived pretty much right um, between 6.45, 7 o'clock. Um, we got everything set up for rehearsal. We started rehearsal at 7.30. We rehearsed from 7.30 to um, 7.30 to 8.00. Mm-hmm. We had a rehearsal, loaded the trailer, just, um, you know, stuff happens. Apparently, our trailer had two flat tires, not one, but two that's flat good. tires. That's really yeah, that's good. the way to start the day, you know, stressed. That's all right? really good. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> so, um, Mr. Cruz, who um, was driving our trailer for the day. Shout out, Mr. Cruz. Shout out to Mr. Cruz. He was on top <laughs> of it. He took our um, trailer to a nearby shop, and just thankfully, one of our... Um, um, students who works at that shop was able to get our two um, tires fixed like super fast and got hey, our bro. stuff back. What are the chances of that? Yeah, one Shout of our students. Student. Yes, you're having a <laughs> job at a like, tire what, shop. What like, are randomly. the odds of that happening? Got <laughs> our two tires fixed and got and Mr. Cruz got our um truck back to the um to the school. We loaded up. We left like 10 minutes late, but it's okay because when I made our itinerary, I always um, add like 
30 extra minutes for travel just in case something happens. Guess what? Something happened that morning. Let's go. Our two tires. Preparing. Preparation. <laughs> I sure did. Preparing. So we got on the thing. Um, uh, um, all of our stuff loaded. Got on the bus. We left and headed for College Station. <laughs> we got there. Um, we unloaded. We got there about like 10 o'clock. So we got there like right on time. Oh shit! So we we added that what time extra. Did the competition start. Um, they um the competition started before like at eight o'clock in the morning. We got there uh, at ten because we didn't perform till eleven forty. Okay, so, so there's a band performing at eight. Was that um, yes, the the first group went on like at eight something that morning. That's I believe. crazy. Yeah, so. I would hate to judge a competition like that. You'd be, you're just judging stuff from oh, 8 a.m. to what time is like the last performance? The, f- the last performance went on at 9:58. <laughs> That's like what 14 <laughs> hours of judging performances. Yeah. Have you had a judge? Has judging like is that like a part of any of your curriculum or like since you're a, since yes. you're a teacher now? Have you had to judge? Yes, I've had to judge stuff before. Normally, we have to judge like um, region band tryouts and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I've had but to that's just pretty grueling. Before. Like you're sitting there all just listening it's a to lot. the same piece. Yes. So at least judging stuff like this is probably better because everybody has different shows. <laughs> but <laughs> like um, for like um, region band auditions, yeah. everybody's playing the same exact piece, and there's like 200 students. Uh, so so yeah. with that being said, with the, the same like piece, how do you really <laughs> judge who's? I guess I mean you could tell the good ones from the bad ones, but yeah. what about those kind of in but you know because it's Dude, all gonna it, sound the yeah, same after, after a while. A while it's gotta sound the same, right? Like you get to a point where everybody is kind of like in the same ballpark, and it just you have to like you get really nitpicky with everything, and that's kind of yeah. It it it's probably yeah. Like a, I feel like you do. Do you have to have like what's it called a uh, perfect pitch? Do you have to have perfect pitch? To you like don't have to have because perfect like, pitch. If you know what it's supposed to sound like, and then you hear all these other people playing it, then like you could compare it to that, right? Then then like judge it based on that. But well, like, it, you don't have to have like perfect pitch for it. You, we get the we get like the sheet music, so we okay. can like we get to see what they're playing. Mm-hmm. So like we, we don't have to like memorize it or anything. Like gotcha. we get the sheet of music, we get to see, and you can kind of tell like yeah. when something's like. Right on yes. or off type shit. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. They, I, I mean, mean I, st- I don't have. And it's that. not even like just like <laughs> the, the pitches and stuff. Like a lot of kids will come in play the wrong pitches, of course. So okay. you kind of got to know what it sounds like. Um, and then also play wrong rhythms and stuff. So like that happens a lot. But like with the sense. the um the pitches, like we teach those pieces like all the way up until the um the tryouts because our kids are also playing those. So like, I know what the piece sounds like before I go in most have of the there time. Ever, have so. there's been any moments like in your teachings where you're like teaching a piece and you fuck up like while you're teaching it? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course. And I'm just like, my bad. <laughs> I just go do it again. So oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. We're all human. You got Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of, so. that's a long day though. Just listening to the same piece. I was going to ask though, like whenever you were saying like, cause he mentioned the world, word grueling and i was thinking i was like is it more grueling to do like the behind the scenes director stuff or was it like more grueling to actually like be on the front lines in the band doing like all the steps and learning the pieces and stuff like would you compare like what you do now more grueling to what you had to do to get where you are or like i think yeah now i think it's a little (laughs) bit more because i I don't know it's just it's kind of different especially it, it's just i don't know if it's like more time consuming or mm-hmm. doing it like with um like now in the teaching perspective you like do stuff and you're doing it over and again and again i mean i know you did that like when while i was a student right but now you have like a whole class full of kids this kid may not get it now then they might get it and then somebody else doesn't get it or somebody wasn't understanding it and you have to keep repeating it and then oh Sally wasn't here yesterday. Now we got to reteach this. So it's like it's like a constant. You know, right. you have to repeat yourself a lot and some. Um, and then always also, something new. To yeah, it's always something new. And then also now you're like teaching a bunch of different classes, and then it's like it just it gets like really tiring because it's, it's just a lot. It's it's a lot of stuff. Are you and, sleeping well? Uh, <laughs> some days. <laughs> some days, yeah. Some days not. But I think um part of it, I um. I think it's like you kind of get past that, um, but I think part of it um, is like 
more grueling just because I've just had like health issues this these okay. past two years, and that, I think that's that, it's that bringing me down a little yeah. bit more. And I think that's why it's like a little bit more grueling. I get if that. it wasn't for that, I think I'd be able to keep up a little okay. bit more. So I think that's the reason why. You're trying to get back in your rhythm. Yes, now. I'm trying to get back. Because you had this, like, because you started and you had to take all that time off. Yep. Which is it's awesome though that your the school worked with you a lot too. Yeah. And they because was Willis the original? No, Willis wasn't. The original. I, that, uh, yeah, it was not. Um, I my first job was at West Side High School in HISD. Okay. And um, <laughs> yeah, West Side. <laughs> um. Uh, that's I. I got my job there, and before the f um, August even came around, so before the school year even started, um, I had um, been diagnosed um, with cancer. So I like applied, um, signed for the job, like signed my contract, and got the job. And then like um, I started summer band, like moved into my office and stuff, started teaching, and then I think like the first week of August, um, I was like. I told my dad, I was like, hey, uh, I've been having these headaches, blah, blah, blah. Um, I need to, like, what should I do? My dad was like, hey, come down to my ER because my dad's an um, ER doc. And he was like, come down to my ER. Um, we'll get you some scans, you know, to rule everything out. So, um, so like, August 1st, I moved into my apartment um, over there in Houston. August 4th was my birthday. August 5th, um, I went down to my dad's ER and saw that um, they saw I had a brain tumor. And then by like August um, 6th, I was at MD Anderson getting like more like scans and follow ups and stuff. And like, and we found out soon, like after they did like all this blood work and found out that my tumor was like cancerous. Mm -hmm. So we've all within like seven days now. That's um, a, yeah, That's a fast, it, like, like a it moved days. real fast. And so, yeah, so um, pretty much they kept me on staff. I was kind of like on a medical like type leave but then i figured out like this wasn't going to end as soon like as as we thought so i ended up having to resign from that job without working like like a day in the actual classroom like yeah. I, I did summer band so we were outside doing stuff like i did like a week or two summer band like and right before school yeah started. right before school started um Damn. like i figured out that i had a brain tumor so yeah I mean, so that didn't work out uh, yeah i, mean, I <laughs> yeah. think the school figure it out you know I mean? yeah like, this is definitely more important yep. yeah but i mean that in itself i mean do you want to talk about that your journey on like the I, cancer side yeah I, I don't mind okay um so because i've always like not always but i've have been interested in like the journey about it like were you uh, told at any point that like you weren't gonna make it, or was was there any doctors that like read that maybe the diagnosis wrong, or like how was your journey in that like beginning stage? Um, so I didn't have um anyone say that they didn't think I was gonna make it because okay. they um the tumor. That's yes, yeah. I'm glad that yeah, that I was told that. So I'm guessing you guys yeah. caught, it, caught it like pretty early. Yeah, that's um, good. So the the one thing that was interesting um the tumor or cancer that i had apparently it was a pretty rare one but mm -hmm. it's also it was a, a very treatable one um apparently the one that i have um or had um it was something that kind of presents itself at birth apparently so they think that i've could have had this thing for a very long time and then like it just sitting it just sitting That's but crazy. didn't do anything and wow. then at some point, it just decides to finally start to kind of grow or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they think that just recently, it decided to start well, doing its expanding. thing. And that's when I started having um, my headaches, headaches and stuff like that. So um, they um, the, uh, what is it called? The tumor or whatever. It was a pineal gland tumor, which is a, um, a tumor that sits uh, literally on the pineal gland, which is a very little gland that that's in the third ventricle of your brain um brain i know that's a bunch of medical talk i don't even know where exactly that is but but i um, couldn't tell you either. yeah me either but i had a bunch of hydrocephalus which is a bunch of um fluid build up okay. in your brain and that's what oh my voice just cracked um anyways <laughs> that's what was causing the um the my headaches actually so okay. that's what alerted my headaches and so uh, when they went and finally did my my scans that's what they saw they saw a bunch of fluid in my brain so um if it wasn't for that i probably would have never had the the headaches um mm -hmm. so when they did um my brain surgery 
um that's the second major surgery i've had but yeah. um wait what was the first one i had um <laughs> sp- spinal fusion oh, surgery shit. because i had scoliosis had back in high school fused? yeah um so it's a it's not it's called spinal fusion but it's when they i have two titanium um rods going down my spine going to the airport must be fun it's actually so the titanium <laughs> doesn't set off the metal detectors oh, but really? when i go in the x-ray thing they can i think they can actually see them oh, okay. yeah that makes so, sense. Yeah. I know some messed up, but we used to make a lot of jokes. <laughs> oh, we used to make yep. a lot of jokes back in yep. the day about the scoliosis. I, I used to be. Uh, um, they up. called me like lightning rod. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Actually, Ryan Kennedy still calls me that That's every now hilarious. and then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Nothing so was safe. Back yeah. to the. <laughs> back yeah, yeah, to yeah. the. Where was I in the? Uh, no, your second major surgery. Uh, the fluids were built up. Yeah, the up. fluids. Yeah. So yeah. Um, when they did my brain surgery, they didn't even take the tumor out because it um were the pineal gland is is actually it would have been it, they probably would have done more damage trying to take that out because of where it's located in my brain okay. is too far like right yeah they didn't want to try to do that so what they did was put a shunt in to drain all the the fluid so that it would go back where it's supposed to go mm-hmm. um so it would leave the pressure in my brain so that's all they did there and then shortly after they did that they started my like my chemo treatments okay so yeah and how was that chemo like it, it uh, seems like that's what takes a lot of people out yeah so that that was rough um i handled it better than they thought i would um, okay. it was good um i mean i had all the the nausea and the vomiting and stuff but it, it it was rough but i handled it about as well as i could um after i finished the chemo um i had um radiation which also still i mean um was that still kind of r- rough. <laughs> I mean, because I had I had brain radiation and spine radiation, oh, man. so that that was rough. And even for a while, you could actually see like where it was because I had like a dark mark down from like here all the way down like the center of my body. You could see like oh. where I, I was radiated. So that's crazy. After that was done, I mean, I still had all the nausea and vomiting, and then I had a stem cell transplant, which um. Most people don't really know what that is, but I had a CVC line in my chest um, where they they took my um, um, my own stem cells out of my body. They harvested them, and then after my transplant, they gave my own stem cells back. So with the stem cell stuff, um, they took my stem cells out, and then um, after they did the transplant, so the transplant consisted of me of having um, seven... Um, um, what is it seven like doses of hot of like high dose chemo so the highest dose of chemo that my body could pretty much handle mm. i was sick as a dog dude yeah it, it was horrible and that those doses of chemo made me uh vomit diarrhea like all types of stuff i like i I think that thing brought me <laughs> as close to death as possible Jeez. before <laughs> making me better like yeah. it, it was horrible all my like blood cell counts like my white blood cells were at zero so i had no immune system whatsoever Holy um crap. yeah like i looked horrible um i think i still have like pictures on my phone from what i looked like i, I mean i had like all these like it looked like a rash like on my face and chest like it, it was horrible jesus yeah so that that was just bad it i, I felt like a whole different person and I the bet. worst way possible well, yeah like uh, i f- feel like you like maybe a shell of yourself yeah I mean, not honestly even a whole different person you know yeah just... and during that time i had to be in the hospital for a month straight mm-hmm. i couldn't come home at all because um if if i got in some time um if i got some type of infection while um my blood's um count was at zero i could have literally died like so like i couldn't get any like sick at all so i had to stay in the hospital for months straight um until i i got like got better so so yeah that that was probably the roughest part of my treatment i think that was worse than like the chemo and radiation like combined was the stem cell transplant because of the recovery process yes um you say like you were thinking a lot during time like you were flooded with a lot of thoughts or do you think you more so there was just so much going on you didn't time i was i i could think but like i was just thinking dude why is this happening to me like Mm. why am i having to go through this like um i 
and I think most of you that were like, um, like most of my friends that were keeping up with me at that time, like on social media, I presented myself like, like I was, you know, I was positive about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But I think during that stem stem cell transplant, like to myself, I was like, bro, that like was that was the worst part of my yeah. entire treatment. Like, I, I um, nothing positive. Yeah, type shit. like to the world, I was like. You know, I'm making it through this, but to myself, I was like, bro, I don't know if I can make it through this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was trying I'm to be positive, mostly for my family, because I know my mom was struggling, like, seeing me like that. My yeah. dad was struggling seeing me like that. It's hard, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, I know my, my mom was talking to me, and she said um, one of those nights my dad, like, went back home to get some, um, get clothes. So I was, like, um, by myself at the hospital, like, one of those right. nights, and um um and i don't know if he's told anybody else this but he went home um got some clothes and like and took like a home shower instead of the hospital shower right which is probably way better at home great decision but, dad but apparently he <laughs> for real <laughs> uh, he went home and apparently uh, my mom was asleep and apparently he was like like crying and my mom yeah. was like what's going on is eric okay blah 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 and he, and he was like yeah and he was just like why the fuck is this happening to eric like yeah. out of all of the people like why is this happening to him so, right. um, I think a lot of people feel like that, man. Yeah. Nah, I mean, think about life, though, is you just never, you know. Yeah. So, always perfect timing, right? Life yeah. always has the best timing for you. What? And I think, <laughs> not really, not really, of course, it's just and life, but never the best time. Yeah. Like you're, you're and I think he was just having a cool. hard time because I was going through that. And at the same time, his sister was going through breast cancer. So we were wow. literally patients at the same hospital. She good too though. She like, yeah, she's doing now, she's right? doing well now. She That's beat it. Just, um gas. yeah, so um she's doing well. Um she had like some surgeries and stuff, but she was also going through um cancer at the same time that I was. So we were just kind of leaning on each other. Right. Like we're gonna make it through this. But well, it's good that you had someone in there that like you could rely on. You know, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like just strangers and nurses and doctors. Yeah. You know I mean? Obviously, your family was there, like through yeah. and through. But being able to have someone else that, I mean, you never want other people to be sick, but no. other people that are sick that know what you're going through to be able to like share with them about yeah. what their experiences as well. Was the whole That's hospital? Nice. Uh, Cancer patients, like MD most of yeah, most of that whole um hospital is cancer like patients. Specialist, uh, yeah, that's yeah. like a um that's one of the biggest um actually most people don't know MD Anderson is one of the biggest cancer um um yeah facilities and hospitals in the world yeah. So yeah, you're getting good care. I'm getting great care. I've heard people fly down like out of state stuff. What? I have applied for a front desk position at MD Anderson. But yeah, I've met patients at that hospital from different countries and um so like different countries, different continents that are here for because if you want good cancer treatment, someone to live, you're gonna take them to the best doctors. And that's why I said, dude, I'm privileged to be able to get into that hospital to as mic. fast as I did. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm privileged to, to – I was able to get into that hospital as fast as I did. Did you so. meet any other people while you were there Like that were kind of like going through like – I've met a lot of people um, some, since I've been in there yeah, dealing yeah. with all different types of cancers. Actually, one of my really all good friends that I still keep up with almost – I mean, I talk to him at least on a weekly basis. Um, he's dealing with um, – two different types of leukemia um yeah what? and he's actually Those been told types. multiple times um that that he was gonna die um and he's still living he's still kicking it That's yeah crazy. i talk to him at least every week a couple of times a week like so, a survivor right there. yeah that's insane twice yes and he like like twice. He, he's pushed past both he's like not not this time yeah he's been told multiple times that he was gonna die uh, he told me that one time he was sitting in the hospital and they told him he had like 15 minutes left to live Damn. Yeah. What? That's brutal news. Yeah. That's, a, that's taxing on the Imagine, mental. though, like 20 minutes later, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> that, that was the, what'd yeah, you tell man. me that for? Are you just trying to mess with me? At that <laughs> yeah. Like, is it April yeah. 1st? <laughs> yeah, he has a good attitude, though, man. He's been dealing with um, his thing longer than I have, and he's he's a good sport, man. That's nice. So I'm proud well, of him. Yeah, I'm that's sure you got to come out stronger. Than, like, at the, like, yeah. At that point, you know, you're used to dealing with it. Everything else kind of seems. You know, yeah. not so big of a deal anymore. You're like, dude, off. Yeah, he's such a cool dude. Uh, um, I, I love, I love his story. So he's like, 
he's kicking it. He's hanging in there and just doing what he needs to do. So Love that for him. Yeah. How was uh, the process of getting back into everything? Because, you know, I mean, I'm sure, like, especially going, you know, taking those months off and then that brutal month, I'm sure, of just, like, themselves and just pushing through. Yeah. How, like, getting it readjusting. How was that process? So, man, it's been, it's still been tough. And, like, um, so after a while, I was like, all right, with the information I have, I was like, it's a while of, like, just kind of laying low and trying to, you know, recuperate and feeling like I'm getting better. And it's like, all right, I think I can get back into it. And I was like, all right, I think I'm going to try to go back to work. And, and I did. I um, applied and came up to, to Willis and I was like, all right, we'll get back into it. Um, ended up working, um, in the middle school up there, um, like full time and then doing stuff at the high school as well. And I did that. Um, so I came back this past August and then I actually started, which sucks. Um, I actually started having post-treatment side effects, which is apparently a thing. So I started having um, bad headaches again and migraines, but I started. I have had like all the scans, nothing's coming back. But apparently, um, some patients, not all patients, but some patients have <clears throat> um, these bad migraines and like nausea and stuff like that. So mine were getting bad. Um, I actually had to go to the nurse's office like twice while I was teaching. Um, I like almost passed out while teaching my students one time. I passed out at my house like while there by myself one time. So yeah. what's it started getting bad enough uh, where I was like, okay, this is a time where um, my body's kind of stressed and I might need to take a step back from this. So um, I hadn't told a bunch of people this. I mean, the people that I work up with know this and like some of my close friends, but I ended up resigning from my job again. So like even right now, I'm not a full-time employee. I'm still teaching a percussion right now, mm -hmm. kind of like a part-time thing. But um, so I'm not a full-time employee right now, um, but everything is starting to get better. They think I just kind of needed some rest. And now um, I've been like in and out of doctor's appointments and they found kind of like the right medications that I need to keep my body like on a get-go. Like for the, for the first time since like November now, um, I have not had like any um headaches for like over the for now on like three weeks i like feel great like Damn, yesterday yeah. i had an 18 hour work day no headaches didn't feel like i was going to die or pass out or like anything Other which is great exhaustion yes <laughs> yeah i'm just tired because i had a long day but, but like it. like yeah if if that contest that we had yesterday was like three months ago i probably would have been at the hospital <laughs> by, by, by the middle of the day but so I made it through that whole day, but I'm planning on going back to work in August. Um, nice. I, just as long as I keep on my like steady, you know, path. Yeah, path. Yeah, um, yeah and I want to go back um, to to my district. I have a house up there. I really don't want to have to move or leave. Um, and I've already talked to the directors up there and stuff. So, so I want to go back. Um, I, I miss my, my my kiddos already, but I, I'm glad that I still like get to work with my percussionist up there. That is so, nice. Yeah. yeah. Glad they're working with you. Yeah, yeah I, that's, I, that's dude, really I love that nice. district. I love the people that I, um, that I work with and that they are working with me. So my voice keeps cracking. I don't know why hey, today. Man, it's okay. <laughs> good, dude. No, sure. So it, it happens when I teach, dude. It's, it's like when I talk a lot. So yeah, is when it happens. Like, yep. Yeah, I feel that. I love when it happens when I'm like when I'm teaching my kids and then they just like <laughs> make fun of me. I'm like, ha ha ha, whatever. <laughs> but my kids, dude, I love teaching my kids. They they love me so. Oh, they yeah, dude. I, it, they make they make me happy to be honest. Like they That's make good. they make me like teaching. So it's band, man. They're there. Like the thing about band kids, man. Most not all of them, especially percussion though. Yeah, most percussionists are there because they enjoy. It. Yeah, you know, you, you, it's like it's a. I don't know. Is it a bigger or smaller section? It's like a bigger section. I feel like than like most of the other sections. Yeah. Mine right now is smaller than most of our sections, but we're, we're kind of like... Um, it depends on the band. I'm sure yeah, there's some it does. with bigger percussions and some yeah. like other like specialists and other like maybe woodwinds or horns or whatever. It just kind of depends on... Yeah, it depends on the band. Like ours is kind of smaller right now. We've just had a smaller group of percussionists lately. Um, I think it, ours will grow because um, our, our middle schools kind of have a large percussion section, so... Um, but yeah, dude, they're they're great. <laughs> they they make me laugh a lot. Glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, it's like that long process too. Of yeah, it's not just going through 
Oh, and the radiation. Yeah. And then it's like recovery. And then they're like, it's a bitch. Like, hey, it's gone. But that's it's like that's not no. it. You're like, all right, there's still all this time after. Yeah. yeah. Like the tumor's gone, but you know, yeah. I still gotta deal with the aftermath thing. But I mean, that's awesome to hear that they're working with you and yeah. also that you're feeling better. That's like what's that's most really yeah. Hey, you did an 18 hour work day. We actually <laughs> off topic too. We, we oh, didn't finish. It was the two flat tires. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't finish the 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 work day story. So you ended up showing up at eleven. Y'all no, y'all showed up at ten. Right? Around on um, ten at Reed Arena. And y'all go y'all went on at eleven. Yeah, we went on at eleven forty. Um, after that, um, yeah, we got off. Um, and then after we loaded the the trailer, uh, Mr. Cruz took the trailer back to the high school. Um, and then I loaded all the kids up on the bus, and we went to Waterburger to get lunch. Um, so that was that was dope. We all got nice. Waterburger, and then we went back to Reed Arena and watched shows for the rest of the day. So we stayed at the um, at Reed Arena until about ten o five after the last um, group got done performing. Got back on the bus and headed back to Willis High School. So man, I remember those yeah. long days though. You just show up early, like you gotta show up at school. Worst part is loading and unloading. Yeah. I swear. I, Temp, you got to get the timpani on there. You got marimbas. You got to Thank God we didn't have any timpani. <laughs> no timpani? No. Uh, uh, for, for, so far, our in, um, indoor percussion section, like I said, we had a smaller group. Um, like for this indoor um, stuff, not all of our percussionists do this. Um, this year was kind of like, it was supposed to be like all the percussioners were, were supposed to be mandatory to do it. But like um, we didn't make it like mandatory this year. So only like. The percussionists that wanted to do it did it this year, and it was like mostly the honor band percussionists and some of the some of the symphonic band percussionists did it. So we only had like thirteen percussionists do it this year. Um, so we had um a show that was like made for like for like ten percussionists really, and then we added a couple extra parts. Um, so it was only like um and the show actually was pretty like. Um, like drum percussion heavy so it was only like three keyboards and then a lot of other stuff was like auxiliary percussion so it was like it was kind of like a rack part so a few toms um a, um a synth part a piano part um so another like synth the the first synth i was talking about was like the audio the sound patches and stuff um so all that type of stuff so yeah we didn't have any like timpani and stuff like that so um yeah. uh, one part i didn't clarify earlier this wasn't like um marching percussion type stuff so in wgi yeah thinking. so i forgot to yeah, clarify yeah, this yeah, part yeah, yeah. so in wgi they have different um classifications and stuff so the one that we did is called percussion scholastic concert a um so they have marching um and they have concert so we did the concert version mm. um which um is kind of like a front ensemble um pretty much it's like a, a almost like a um like a Percussion ensemble. That's the what type I was thing. thinking. Yeah, of. like like it's because a big piece, we but yeah because yeah. yeah so because we don't have enough percussionists to do like a marching um type thing mm. right now um so um which I would like to do once maybe next year or two when we have a lot more percussionists in our program I would love to do um like a um like a actual marching um like classification yeah, that'd be, that'd awesome. be um that'd be awesome it'd be a lot more work because now that we'd have to like design a show that has margin and we'd probably have to order like or have to buy like one of the floor mats and all that stuff like we'd have to go all out so which is a lot more money but oh yeah well we'll, we'll get there when when that happens yeah <laughs> so. so with that being said so with the concert version mm -hmm. so for to clarify for all the people who don't know marching band that well so whether it's w uh wgi whether it's the marching well the marching aspect usually has uniforms or costumes whatever yeah. you want to say we actually had costumes F also yeah. to go with our show because our show was called heist and our heist um our show was like about a a bank robbery so yeah cool. it, it, like it was the, really cool the music was probably pretty yeah was it, it was it like really fast pace? it was, was it fast i pace, think like it, um the tempo was supposed to be like 164 i think oh, we man. went like 148 because okay. it, it just kind of fit the show, like what we were doing. But 164 is fast. Yeah, it, it fast. is. It, uh, and it would have made our show like really, sh like really short because the show wasn't that long. So if we would have went full tempo, it would have been like really short. So, yeah. And we also added like a pre-show to make it a little bit longer. So 
So did you and with that being said, also, so y'all did have the costumes. Did y'all also have to like do people do a visual aspect for the concert as well? Cause I know we, we did a that. little bit of visual stuff. Like we had like body movements and stuff, and we even had them like act like that they were like talking and stuff because we had some voiceovers in our um audio stuff yeah. um where they did some talking and we actually did um because um we added a pre-show where it was like that they were talking um and we actually did some stuff where we had um we wanted the kids to be like part of the of the show like like immersive in the show so we did like we had mics and we did recordings and we had we made like a storyline with the show and we had them record stuff um so and then we added it into our voiceovers that we dope. had and yeah. i actually I, I have like i have like a recording of it if y'all want to see it or whatever i don't yeah, know we'll check it, it out yeah but the show yeah uh but that's dope that's sick that you guys had that like sourced in as well like on the on the voiceovers and stuff like yeah. that so when you say that you had body movements, do you mean like some of the percussionists like had like cues of to do something? Yes. Or you had other people like come nope, in? Nope, it was the percussionists. Oh, like wow. as they were playing, they were like doing body movements and stuff. So And that was like part of the skit yep. act out. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Do they still do props and stuff for the concert version? Do people still do um, all Some that people thing? do um, the props. Yeah, we didn't do um, props for ours, but some um, like some of the concert um, – um, groups like do props as well we thought about doing one but we kind of thought about it late and i didn't want to add like more stuff That's as we were lot. getting closer to the to the performance and i was like uh i don't want y'all like to mess stuff up right those yeah. of you all kids at the end of the day yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say that but like it's like man yeah. some of that stuff gets so crazy well, I was gonna say for those of you who don't know also with wgi even with yeah, what is, outdoor what is marching. WGI? What? What is WGI? Winter Guard International. Yeah, Winter Guard International. Which is just indoor marching. Yeah. It's indoor marching. Okay. It's winter version. So, like, out, like, you have uh, regular marching season, which is usually during the fall. It's just regular outdoor marching. Yeah. What, DCI? Yeah. yeah. Or just, like, regular, if you're in high school, the kids are doing just regular marching competition on the field, the football field. That's what the kids are doing these days. <laughs> and then Winter Guard's just a ch- basically it's a chance to still practice and hone in on your skills and get good at that stuff. Okay. Uh, nowadays it's for a lot of schools that tend to have more money. A lot more schools are starting to do it. I, I would believe. Yeah, a lot of it, well, schools like, are doing it When we were in high now. school, it wasn't as big. No. Winter, like Winter Guard, like uh, indoor marching, what it was starting, I feel like to gain traction, yeah. but it wasn't as popular, I think, as now. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, there's some good groups in this area. Yeah. Claire Brook was there yesterday. Dude, I remember they were doing it when we were in high school. Yeah. They started doing it. They yep. were like one of the first in our area, I think, to actually yeah. really start doing it. Their drum line was always really good. And they were st- they're still, they're still good. Really good. I saw yeah. them. I they saw them. They were good. Were really they good. didn't win it last night, though. I think Cy Fair beat them. Really? Yep. Cy Fair was always a really good mm-hmm. drum line. So I remember they were always really good, too. Yep. But the thing is, is even in, like, band, money is a big factor yeah and you know being able to produce a good show because not only the music and how well that's executed but the show and how, yep. how many also i think how many techs you have or instructors you have on the field because there's some of those bands they have the band director the assistant band director maybe like a maybe three band directors right yep. and then they have the people on the field then like 10 techs <laughs> yeah yep. right there's some bands that just have like four techs or five techs on the field Correcting people for each section. Mm-hmm. We had what? I don't know. One tech on the field, yep. maybe. Maybe. That, yep. that, plus the two band directors. Yep. At the time, I remember what was it? Our sophomore, we had Mr. Nichols was would either be directing us or he'd be on the field. Our yep. Mr. B would walk around. Nichols would be up there. Yep. You know, we had to make that do. Most people, when you have like the more money you have, you are able to put on a big like Woodlands. I was just about to bring Woodlands, that up, man. man. Come on, dude. It was unfair. It was unfair for everybody. Because, I mean, you know the Woodlands area. Yeah. I'm sure. Money, right? Right. All money. High school, money. Their performance, dude. Because that's also when B- BOA was get, was pretty getting bigger around that mm-hmm. time, too. And they got first place in the nation. Yep. Woodlands. Oh, yeah. They won BOA. Grand Nats one year. Yeah, yep. Like, that's the whole country. Yep. Like, like that, that is insane to think <laughs> about. Like, but they're like, man, their setup was insane. They had so many props. Dude, they had so many extras just alone. Like, think about. This. So, like, an extra is if you're not. I don't. I mean, basically, not good enough to perform in the the show. You know, okay. yep. as compared to you know, you only have so many people you can fit into the show on the field. 
and then you have so many people that aren't on the level enough, so you put in as an extra, you're still marching, but you're basically pushing props around. That's okay. your job. Yep. You're helping push props around, set things up in the background. Not playing. Woodlands had so many of those people. Mm-hmm. I think they almost had our band pound and extras. I think also just like a big ass school. Yeah, a lot of they they got a lot of kids, and kids with money. So well, I don't think the kids have money. Their parents might. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. true. Just like the setup was insane. They had crazy props. the The show was amazing. Yeah, I mean, and then yeah, like we said, a bunch of techs on the field. You got you know your band directors. You you can pay all those people. Unless yeah, you go to Dickinson High School and you can afford two band directors. Fashion directors. <laughs> but th- we did have a lot of people, I feel like, that came and helped. So. Yeah. A lot of people that came and helped out in the group. That, that helped us out. Shout out to all our mentors, though. Yeah. Uh, they were, we had some good teachers. We did. We, had, we did have some really good teachers. Like, Mr. H was great. Uh, I'd say Love that dude. Yeah. Mr. Summer. Shout out to him, Hell too. yeah, dude. I still like, like when I think of teaching. <laughs> when I think of teaching. I just think it's funny. You're like, shout out all our mentors, dude. <laughs> so, like. They're okay. not gonna hear <laughs> any, not gonna any one of them. You might want to pick, pick yeah. like to I actually did, shout them out. I did. I said, yeah, Mr. H and, and Mr. Summer for sure. And I'm sure Eric has his own now that he's a t- he's a teacher Man. himself. Well, he's a, a mentor himself, dude. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but mentors can have mentors, okay? Oh yeah. It's not like a. There's a hierarchy of the mentorship. We gotta get to the final mentor and find out who's the mentor of all the mentors. Oh my gosh. <laughs> At the end. Uh, but yeah, who's no, God's mentor? That is the question of the day, dude. Who mentored him? God. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it is it's kind of a money thing, and it does suck sometimes because you could be just really good and just kill it, like you were talking about earlier. You know, your kids just nail it. But you know, it is it is just as long as the kids feel good about what they're doing, yeah, and they're learning, and they're ha- you know like they're learning to be good musicians. That's yeah, that's the yeah, whole point. that's the that's the whole point. Yeah, as long as that's kind of. I'm sure, like it's it's awesome watching them like improve. Yeah. Even from the person who may not be as good or not as confident, and you watch them, uh, grow into someone who's yeah. awesome. You know, y- y'all have a drum line. We do have a drum line. Uh, like yeah, as far for regular, um, yeah, for marching for season, yeah, we have a drum line. Y'all do have a yeah. drum line. It's like a pretty big pit and drum line, or is it? Like we have a pit and drum line. Our drum line was kind of small this past year, but I mean, we had one. Like how many? There's like seven people. Total? Yes. In the drum line? Yes. Okay, so how'd you work it, it, it I want to know how you worked that It was out. like... Seven or 70? Seven. Oh. Uh, it was like... It was like... 70, I was like, it was like that's a lot. It was like four bases, three snares. No tenors. No. Oh, we have tenors next year. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's... And we also just got new drums. So we have like brand new um, bases, brand new snares, and we have brand new tenors. When we got our new drums the first time? Yes. That was nice. I think we have the same exact um we have the same exact drums that um Monarch um had last year. <laughs> yeah. Super awesome. So like I what I was gonna say too is uh with that like seeing the people who maybe weren't as confident on drums and they're in the pit the first year, you know what I mean? Yeah. And seeing the next year try out. Yeah. They're killing it. Those are those are moments right. Yep. Get to see them improve on their skills. Even I mean it's kind of weird because I remember when I was in school, I always saw Pitt as like, ah, I would never. But there's some people who love that. Mm-hmm. Like, they love playing marimba, and they love, like, the musical aspect of that. And uh, they love playing. Like, you remember Josh? What's it? Yeah, Josh. Yeah, bro, oh, I man. Guess. Yeah. He was always really good, naturally. <laughs> yeah, it's me. <laughs> always really good like, fuck, at playing in the pit. Too, and I think he lo- like he actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I wish I was one of those people. I was not a marimba player. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I could not. Just I was not. What was the hardest aspect for you, like learning going through like college? Going through college, yeah. Oh, uh, man, what was the class? Uh, musicianship. Musicianship. What does that cover? What does that entail? It's pretty much where you learn how to like, like hear like pitches, and you have to like sing, and you get like. You're like learning how to dictate, um, dictate like pitches and stuff like that. So you're like, you're learning how to look at the pitches and you're singing the pitches like just by looking at it and and all that stuff. Like that that class was hard. It took a lot of practice. Yes. Just just you. Yes. Like you're like I gotta just keep yeah. doing it. You have to like sing like lo- lines of music and stuff like that, and you have to like hear. 
like they'll play like a note on the piano and like what pitch is this and <laughs> like yeah it's crazy thinking about how much time actually that class was so hard i was better at theory than i was at oral skills so yeah really yes what was your uh, favorite part about the program going through it um like the ensembles and stuff like actually playing music Uh, (laughs) yes of course that was yeah (laughs) playing music your favorite part yo the hands-on work yeah yeah how did that work is it like uh like how was it Different bands? I don't know mm-hmm. how the college. You have to audition works. um for your ensembles. Oh, you really? Yeah. Wait, is it like so? Like how we had orange band and everything? Is it like that? Yeah, or there's. You just can audition for whatever ensemble. No, you're so you're in a pool audition um for your studio. So you have like you know your um percussion studio, um flute studio. Everybody's in their own studio, right? And let's say like our percussion studio had like twenty five percussionist in it everybody has to audition um and then you get ranked um and then depending on how many people they need in each um ensemble so like say the top six people make wind ensemble the next seven people make um symphonic band then the next like few people whatever make concert band and then if you're and if there's people left and you don't make it you're not in the ensemble that semester which could screw you because you have to have so many ensemble credits before you can graduate mm. yeah so like if you're not good enough yeah wait does it go is it by default like there's only a certain number of slots regardless or is it just like you weren't good enough that you didn't make um, so there's a certain oh, amount of spots oh. depending on the music that they pick. So like, oh, yeah, that sucks. So you just better hope that you're good enough to make to it. make yeah one of the ensembles. Were there a lot of people that didn't make it? Um, most of the time, almost everybody was in the ensemble. That's good. Yeah, just because our our percussion studio wasn't like huge, huge. and yeah. they and that's because um I think. I think um, they only accepted a certain amount of people. Like they didn't accept everybody that applied for for the music studio or that whatever. Yeah, so probably why it's a pretty good school to go. Yeah, you know, they're not. They hey, don't just accept everybody. Let's overdo our load here so that yeah. way we're all stressed out and no one's getting good teaching. Yeah, we can waste no. a bunch of people's time by sending them home, not letting them get on some bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some schools are like that. It's just I'm like, sure. hey, you show yeah, up like, and you um, go home. Like UNT is one of those. Like they accept yeah. like a. Uh, like their percussion studio is like 150 people, so like, really yes, probably. so like only like not even a quarter of those people make ensembles every sem- semester. It's ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> Damn. I guess that's good if you're in the competitive spirit. You know? Yeah. If you just want to learn and be a good teacher, you know, Sam Houston's your place. If you're competitive, you're like, I want to be a great musician. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to challenge. But you better myself. make sure you're better than all those other people there, so that you make an ensemble. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. Man. Cause you show up every semester and you just never, you realize you're not good enough, so you just give up on your dreams. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> Probably don't do that. <laughs> that's crazy. That is though. That is. Uh, I mean, that's not fun. I mean, no. Paying all that money to show up and be like, that's a lot of kids. Yeah. Damn, hundred kids. That's. That's why they have say, like, like for, for have people to do like one. jazz band and stuff. That's why they have like eight jazz bands. <laughs> that would make. It's crazy. Yeah. Y'all have like half that, or like how, how many kids did y'all have? In uh, like twenty. Really? Yes. Twenty kids and maybe I think we maybe had less than that. Really? Yes. In all of the program? Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, then like every single year, a couple graduate, and then a couple more get accepted, and so. Damn, and all of y'all got accepted in like <laughs> yeah. you, Joesha, yeah, Jacob, yep. Chandler, oh, yep, yeah, all Chandler, of us. All y'all got accepted. Well, into. Dr. Lane really loved Dickinson percussionists because we were all really good. <laughs> so he just kept accepting us from Dickinson. He's like, honestly, y'all are, y'all honestly were like, all y'all two were like really hard work. Yeah, really good. We did have some like. Even Derek got accepted, but he left. <laughs> uh, well, he was there. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. He was there for a little bit, right? Yeah. But yeah, he lives in Austin. Now. Yeah, he's doing good though. I, I, I still talk to him every now and then. So yeah, that's good. Oh. That's good. Man, I, sometimes I wish I would have stayed in for music. I'm still gonna. I'm me in my career. I'm still like be around music. Yeah. Just not like education. 
Hey, education is not for everybody. I don't have patience. It's yeah, yeah, it's not for everybody. And definitely, if it's not for you, don't do it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely don't. Love music, but teaching it would just. I would know. I would just yeah. waking up early. I'd be tired, and then someone would say something. Yeah. How many times I gotta teach you this lesson? No. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> he would probably get stressed out a little bit. Hey, and I still think about that too, cause I am. I'm, I'm not a morning person, so I yeah. still don't know <laughs> why I decided to teach. Sometimes <laughs> I'm not a morning person. I can do it, but like, like waking up at five, six in the morning is not for me. Yeah. No. Did you have to write the music too? Oh no! Thankfully, no. <laughs> okay, you didn't write. No. You don't write like the percussion parts. Anymore, nope. Um, we we hire people to do that stuff. Okay. But like for the show that we did, like for this indoor stuff, I actually pre-bought like um. There's the websites of people that like um that write that stuff and then yeah. publish them and then you can buy them. So we bought this show, but I'm um a lot of these concert um pieces. Um, there's not a lot of them, so I think I've kind of exhausted the ones online. So I may have to hire somebody to um to write it. Right, but like we have original. a writing team, like for yeah. our, um for our outdoor stuff. Um, the dude that um that teaches at uh, Monarch, um Taha and um and Andy Filipiak, um they they write the percussion stuff and they wrote the percussion stuff for our marching band or for our percussion parts for a marching band last year. So if we do indoor again, like next year, I might reach out to them and see if they can write our show, um, and then we may have to tackle the designing stuff because um, I don't oh, know yeah. how much um, I don't know how much money we have to like do the entire show. Like we can hire somebody to write the parts. You hear that, people? So, yeah. Give them some money. We'll fucking get a design <laughs> team going. We'll get a fucking original fucking song or fucking what, what's it called? Uh, composition. Compos- is it composition? What are you talking about? Or like a collection of songs, like for like a a show. Uh, there you go. I'll just yeah. use, so use a show. Yeah, I was like, where are you going? <laughs> uh, okay. An original show that is written with a great design team. Give, give us money, money everybody. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, give him money. No, we'll no. give us money too. We'll, gi- we'll give it to him. We'll give it. I didn't. I didn't realize how much. I'm thinking about it. I didn't realize how much actually goes into putting those shows together. Yeah, because a lot of those, um, a lot of those groups that do that stuff actually have a whole design team, and I mean, it's, it's money, 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 pretty much. That's but what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's, that's all, a lot. it's all money. It's like a lot. Um, like we we bought our show, so we didn't spend like a huge amount of money to do our stuff. But like a lot of these groups that do like that win all this stuff, they have like professional design teams and. Um, that do like all of this stuff. Like they have one person that is like the head design stuff, and they have people that handle the design, like the um, the overall show, the like the tarp, the music, uh, everything, the arrangements, all of the stuff. Like so, like they oh, have yeah. a whole thing um, that goes into all that stuff. <laughs> so that's a lot. That's a yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Then you yeah, you break it down, and then from there you have to every. Director having to do their own part, yeah, play into that. So, and also learning the music and figuring out how you're gonna fit your instructions into that, yep, and then how your kids are gonna play that that music. And I'm sure that like choosing process alone is, yeah, how good is your band, and you have to know your strengths and weaknesses of everybody. Oh, yeah, they're gonna be able to do it's a lot, (laughs) hey man, but you do it, wake up every day and hope to get better. Yep, that's how you do it. Hey man, you're killing it. And I'm, I'm like, once you get back in there and you're feeling great, I'm sure, you, man, you're gonna be full throttle. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure, I'm like, ready. Like you said, you miss those kids too. It's one of those things. Is like, you did it, and then like taking the break, you're like ready to get back yeah. out there, and you're ready to just hop back on that horse and just. Yep. What uh, What are you most excited about when you go back? Just, like getting to, just like getting back in it. Like I just ready to. Start doing it, and hopefully leaving cancer way behind in the past. Yeah, and just like getting to do what I love, pretty much. Yeah, so absolutely. Not yeah. having to focus on that at all anymore. Yeah, you know, just like being that like a like that was a piece of your life, but then it is like it's not your life anymore. You yeah, know what I mean like you're able to be Eric Robertson. Yep. Just, just Eric Robertson again. Yep. That's so. more power to you, dude. Absolutely. I feel like like I'm glad that you were comfortable talking about it because i think that it really is an inspiration to a lot of people to see that like even like life's biggest and bitchiest problems can happen and you can still go back to doing what you love on the like once you get to the other side of that yeah shit that you had to go through 
And honestly, like the fact that you caught it early, the fact that you were able to get the treatment as horrible as that process was and grueling as it was, uh, it's great to have you with us here today. You know what I mean? Like I'm glad that that process brought you to the person that you are today, at least. Because we, I, I it, this, this world, world is better with you than without you. Those kids need you, and so I'm really glad that they're gonna be able to have their band director back. Thank you, man, dude. I'm an open book. I I talk about this. I even talk about this stuff with my kids. They, yeah. yeah. We we've had a lot of dark humor jokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what gets people through it, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, stuff. It's, it's tough. Dude, like humor it. is a good way to power through that stuff. Because if you just like respond to it and you're sad about it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's it's great. So I, I'm, I'm glad, glad that they're able to do that yeah. too. <laughs> my my high school kids, I, I make a lo- bunch of dark humor <laughs> with them. And they're like, should we laugh? They're like, looking around, should, should we laugh? <laughs> yeah, we, we've even gotten past that stage. It, it, they just they just crack <laughs> jokes out of nowhere. They just laugh. I'm just like, I'm just, all right, I I remember that. <laughs> That's funny. It's great. If there was one thing you were you'd be you would tell the people right now anything a message you would give to to the listeners what would it be man just no matter what happens you know life throws shit at you left and right you just got to be positive about everything just find the one little bit of positivity that you have and just keep going that's what i did it's been working for me no matter what i just kicked the negativity right in the ass all oh right yeah dude <laughs> Find that light at the end of your tunnel and follow it. Yeah, buddy. We're going to wrap it up there. We do appreciate you for coming on, Eric. Honestly, it was a great conversation. Yes, sir. Great catching up. Honestly, reminded me of a lot of uh, things I miss. Just the music and the camaraderie (laughs) and stuff like that. Yes, sir. It's been a good time. Thank you for talking about, you know, your journey. Thank you for talking about all the things that you have to deal with on a daily basis. Great. Anything that you you would like to say as well, Josh, on some uh, closing words here? Uh, Just uh, everybody live life to the fullest. You never know what tomorrow's going to hold. Do what you can with today. Uh, Thank you, Doofles, for sponsoring this podcast. (laughs) And uh, like, comment, subscribe, everybody. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Y'all take care. Thank you, guys. All right.